This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. Well, it's now 2021, and I want you to remember the name of Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin is a Democrat. He's a United States senator from the great state of West Virginia. Right now, he's just one of a 100 senators. He's what you'd call a conservative Democrat, and that means he isn't an outright socialist like so many Democrats are today. Keep your eyes on Joe Manchin. Watch him. There's a very important Senate election in Georgia this week, and the polls are saying that the Democrats are ahead. And if both Democrats win, it'll be a tragedy for America. But maybe not for Joe Manchin, because if they both win, he'll become the most important senator in America, maybe in the history of America as we know it. And he could be a serious presidential candidate in 2024, too. If both Democrats win in the Georgia Senate race this Tuesday, people on the radical left will be dancing in the streets all over America. People in China will be celebrating, too. And so will the Russian leaders and anywhere else where Marxist socialists are in power or want to be in power. If both of them win, there'll be 50 Republican senators and 50 Democrats, a tie. And a tie goes to the Democrats, because Kamala Harris, as vice president, will be the deciding vote in any scenario where the vote winds up at 50-50. This means that if there's a tie on a vote to pack the Supreme Court, Kamala Harris will be the one to break the tie. It doesn't take much of a political genius to figure out how she'll vote on that. And with the Democrats being in charge of the House, and effectively the Senate too, it could be all over for freedom in America. It could be the end of the Republic. Kamala Harris will vote to give statehood to both Puerto Rico and the District of Columbia. Both of those places are very far left politically, and it's highly unlikely, maybe even impossible, for a Republican to ever win a seat in the House or the Senate from those states. This means that the Democrats will probably be in control of the Senate for a very long time, maybe forever, and possibly the House, too. That will mean one-party rule for America, and that party is becoming more and more radicalized as each day passes. If Kamala Harris is the deciding vote for free college tuition, then there will be free college tuition for everyone. If she's the deciding vote for giving African Americans trillions of dollars in reparations, it'll be done. If she's the deciding vote for a guaranteed monthly income for everyone, then that will happen. There'll be a check sent out every month by the government. If Kamala Harris is the deciding vote on whether or not we have single-payer health care, you can count on single-payer health care. And if she's the deciding vote on whether or not we should open our borders and let anyone come into the country, America will have no borders. And if America no longer has borders, and they have free health care and guaranteed monthly income, look for millions and millions of people to flood the country. And if those people storming the former borders of our country are given the right to vote, 
and if Kamala Harris is the deciding vote in the Senate, they will get that right. Then all bets are off. These millions of people, people who claim to want to live in freedom, will immediately vote their freedom away. They'll all vote for the most radical leftist candidates they can find on the ballot. That's who they are. They're not coming here for freedom. They're coming here for a ticket to get free health care and free education and guaranteed monthly income. They'll vote for an authoritarian socialist government, a government that they think will take care of them until that government runs out of money. It won't take very long for that to happen either. And when the money is gone and the benefits go away, America will become your typical authoritarian socialist state. The government will become a lot more authoritarian and a lot less of a benefit provider. People will be very upset because their benefits will be cut drastically, if not completely. Like typical leftist states, the people will be hungry and homeless. They won't like that, and they'll get angry. But there'll be nothing they can do about it. People keep forgetting, wherever liberals are in charge, there is only failure. It's all they know. It's the only thing they're really good at. Failure. And they'll put in a lot of rules and restrictions, too. And if you don't obey them, you'll go to jail. Watch just how fast they start building prisons when they want to keep their power. And they won't have to worry about any rules, either, because they won't have to follow them. They and their friends and their relatives and a lot of other rich and powerful people will never have to follow the rules. And it's never been clearer than right now, in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. You see it every day. The people in power ignore the rules. Rules are for the riffraff, the everyday people, not for the rich and the powerful. That's the America that's almost guaranteed if John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock win their Senate races on Tuesday. The two of them are far-left radicals who want to tear down America. And if you listen to them, they don't care if you know it. They are Marxist socialists, and they're proud of it. Republicans have been worried about the state of Georgia going from a red to a blue state, but they never envisioned that it could go from red to blue to red again, but that the red would be the hammer and sickle red. This is who the voters of Georgia might elect. It's breathtaking. These two candidates may be the worst candidates in history, but they're ahead in the polls as of right now. It helps, of course, that the two Republicans, Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue, are so bad. They're lifeless and they're boring. They have no discernible personalities that I can find. It's incredible that these two people are the only candidates the Republican Party can find to run against a couple of Marxists on the Democrat side. Out of an entire state, this is the best they could do? Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue? They're terrible candidates, just terrible. They specialize in putting an audience to sleep. If they had any personality at all, they'd be leading by 20 points in the polls. But they're losing. They can't inspire anyone to come out and vote in this election. What a shame for America. And what is Senate leader Mitch McConnell doing? He's trying to help the two Marxists win. That's what he's doing. Mitch McConnell is blocking President Trump's plan to give Americans a $2,000 check. A lot of Americans can use $2,000, but Mitch doesn't want us to get it. Congress passed a bill that'll give us all $600 checks, and Mitch says that's plenty. 
All of a sudden, Mitch McConnell is getting stingy. He's been very busy passing legislation that's raised the national debt by trillions of dollars. But now, out of the clear blue, he's become physically conservative. Memo to Mitch. Become a deficit hawk after we all get our $2,000 checks, Mitch. After the checks have cleared, you can start caring about the national debt. But that should come later, after this election in Georgia. Right now, we want those bigger checks. And we don't want these two radical Marxist socialists in Georgia using this as a way to help them win the election. Mitch knows better than anyone that these races are very close, and losing even a few votes could swing them one way or the other. So why is he helping the radical left by blocking the bigger checks? I just don't get it. Why does Mitch McConnell think he can get away with this? Doesn't he care that he could become the minority leader in a few days instead of the majority leader? His house in Louisville, Kentucky, was vandalized last night. There was a message written on the wall. It said, where is my $2,000 check? Now, I was nowhere near Louisville last night, so you can't blame me. Is he counting on his old buddy Joe Biden to hold off the radical Marxist socialist in his party? Have he and Joe talked about it? And Biden has assured Mitch that he won't let the radicals get control, even if they win Georgia? That's a dangerous game that he's playing if he's counting on Joe Biden to be the moderate that Mitch thinks he is. I don't think Joe Biden is a moderate, at least not anymore. Maybe sometime in the past he was, but that was then, and this is now. Maybe eight years as Barack Obama's vice president has brainwashed him. Maybe he's like one of those prisoners of war who give in to the enemy. But whatever it is, Joe Biden isn't a moderate anymore. I think Mitch McConnell is believing what he wants to believe. I think that Mitch is being a sucker, unless, unless he's been talking to Joe Manchin. Yes, we're back to Joe Manchin. Maybe the Democrats, maybe they're getting a little too cocky. Maybe their dreams of having Kamala Harris sitting in the Senate as the deciding vote in any tie will be just that, a dream. Maybe she won't be sitting there smiling that sinister little smile of hers. Maybe she'll be just sitting there waiting to be the tie-breaking vote, votes that could bring down the Republic once and for all. And maybe she'll be waiting in vain, because maybe Joe Manchin will be voting with the Republicans. Maybe he'll be the one to save the United States of America. If he does, he'll be very popular with Republicans and Democrats, too and it could put him into the White House in 2024. Has Mitch McConnell convinced Joe Manchin to switch parties? Is Joe going to be a Republican if the Democrats win in Georgia? He should have been a Republican a long time ago. I don't know why he stays with the Democrats. Since President Trump was elected four years ago, Joe Manchin has voted with the president 71% of the time. Joe Manchin, Democrat senator from West Virginia has supported President Trump by voting for his policies a lot. That can't make him a very popular man with Chuck Schumer. Yes, that Chuck Schumer. The same Chuck Schumer who said at a recent rally, first we take Georgia and then we change America. I'm not so sure that Joe Manchin wants to change America in the same way as Chuck Schumer and AOC the bird-brained bartender from Queens. He got into a little dust-up with AOC not too long ago. 
the Birdbrain bartender posted a picture on her Twitter account. It showed her giving Joe Manchin the old death stare. AOC thinks that Joe is too moderate. Joe Manchin told the New York Times, and I'm pretty sure this didn't make him too popular with them, he said that he wasn't going to defund the police. He said there'll be no Medicare for all since we can barely pay for the plan that now only covers seniors. And he said that he doesn't see himself voting for the Green New Deal, something that's very near and dear to the bird brain bartender since she thought it up. Joe said that AOC isn't a very hard worker in Congress and that she isn't very active in writing bills or even participating in committee meetings. She just likes to talk. I don't think that Joe Manchin would have switched parties with Donald Trump in the White House. But now, now that he's leaving, it makes sense. He'll never be nominated by the Democrats to run for president, not with enemies like Chuck and AOC. So if he wants to think about running, he'll have to do it either as an independent or as a Republican. He'll be wildly popular with the Republicans if he switches parties and votes against socialism. And a lot of moderate Democrats, the ones who are very unhappy that their party has been hijacked by the radical left, would vote for him too. I believe that he'd have a real shot at winning the election in 2024. I know President Trump says that he'll be running again in 2024, and he'll definitely get the nomination if he wants it. But in the end, I don't think he'll run. I just don't see it for a lot of reasons. That's my prediction. President Trump will not run for the White House ever again. Now, he'll be a big influence on the party, but he won't run. I think it would be a very bad move for Joe Manchin to stay a Democrat. I don't think he's ever going to move far enough left to satisfy the radicals in that party. And the party isn't going to move back to the middle anytime soon either, if ever. And for all of you lefties who say the Republicans are moving too far to the right, just shut up, will you? If the Republicans keep moving to the right, they'll be supporting more freedom and less government, not the right-wing authoritarian state you keep hallucinating about. Conservatives want less government and more freedom, and you can keep lying all you want, but those facts won't change. So maybe Mitch McConnell isn't losing his mind. And maybe he isn't trying to throw the election in Georgia by blocking those $2,000 checks. Maybe he knows something that we don't. Maybe he knows that Joe Manchin isn't going to let the left flush away our republic and the Constitution along with it. Maybe he knows that instead of seeing Kamala Harris smile that awful smile of hers as she votes for socialism, maybe he knows that she won't be voting at all because there aren't going to be any ties, because Joe Manchin isn't going to let that happen. That's my theory, the first one for 2021. Joe Manchin is going to save us all. He'll never turn the country over to the bird-brained bartender and the rest of her wacky squad of lunatics. He'll save us. That's what he's going to do. It doesn't matter what happens in Georgia this week, because he'll be voting for a free America and for keeping the Constitution. That won't make him a very popular person with the radical left and the mainstream media, and maybe not with Chuck Schumer or even Nancy Pelosi or Joe Biden, but it will make him very popular with those of us who love America.